<laughs> What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's evening Facts Over Feelings live stream where we get the Mickey Ficky facts and we don't give a fox about your feeling. Because you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. New, new, new world order. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, new, new, a.k.a. New, new Mr. Cochellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you in here in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. And the whole effing show, also known as the CEO, Niggero of Fixes Binds, LLC. I got money. I'm the unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed, best entertainment here on YouTube. They also call me Senior Gregorio Greybeard. Also, the ladies love to call me Mr. Third Leg Greg. Your third leg was just phenomenal. I'm Mr. Notrabajo. I ain't got no yob. Also known as CGAC God Allah, and I be the 10 time demonetized champion of YouTube. Enough of that, bull. Let's get in here. Intros out of the way. Breaking, breaking news here. Breaking news. Did you guys see? New, 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 this is something that we were talking about uh, this morning about the plantation politics. The mammy herself, the sapphire, the woman that wears her dress backwards like crisscross in the 1980s or the 1990s. Okay, from the ATL, crisscross herself. The, the very much, well, she's got a future in CNN, but that's neither here nor there or MSNBC. Uh, Fanny Willis, the text messages that we talked about with Terrence Bradley, that he was grilled like a ballpark Frank yesterday, have been revealed. And we have them right here, Ninja. We got them. We got the text messages. And I'm going to swipe them from another YouTube content creator. The text messages have been released today. And that's why they were grilling her. They was grilling Nathaniel Wade in this plantation politics soap opera. Terrence Bradley was the one. They re-invited his ass. They remade his ass show up back to court. He actually tried to get out of it uh, about a few weeks ago. And he said, hey, listen, attorney-client privilege. I ain't said nothing. All right, that's between me and my client, Nathaniel Wade. Well, the judge waived that. They said, well, there's no attorney-client privilege. It only protects the client. It don't protect your big fat ass and he was like oh my goodness okay oh, humanity. and so they brought him back in to uh for him to complete another few hours of testimony grilled his ass had him sweating crisco grease because they knew he's the linchpin and we talked about this today he's the linchpin of this story he's the individual that you can call you know we're we gonna call him chili dog at this particular point they knew they needed to bring him back up there and uh, get him to say something that they knew he was going to say. I mean, he, he knew he already said it. He knew his goose was cooked. And one of the reasons I'm covering this story is because I want you men to realize one thing. Is that when you get on this part of the system, ain't no playing it. You can't play games with these people. These attorneys are blood circles of the poor. These attorneys are piranhas. They're bulldogs. And the reason why they get you in court is to get you to testify under oath. All right under penalty of perjury, information that they already know. Now, they don't get you up there to investigate. They get you up there to hang yourself. And not only will they get you up there to hang yourself, they're getting you up there to hang somebody else. When they're asking you pointed questions, they already know the answer. They know the answer. 
They know your ass gonna tap dance. They know you want to lie. And so Nate, uh, uh, Terrence Bradley was up there lying and shuffling. He was trying not to lie. He was thinking very hard on how to answer these questions. But you have to realize, and as a man, me to you, I'm here to tell you, do not get around messing around in court. Okay? Learn how to pick your battles. And that message is for the black women or the women that are watching my show specifically. Pick your battles. Know which battles you want to pick. That's how. That's, that's, that's one of the things in life that you'll learn is to pick your battle. Somebody said, give them the judge music out here. Yeah. See, so I said CGA all knowing led, bro. I, I knew this was coming. Okay. So pick your battles. These are things that we tell people. Don't just pick a battle. All right. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight. You know what I mean? Don't spit in the wind. You know what I mean? Don't, don't slap Superman in the face, whatever it is. These are life lessons. And a lot of people uh, uh, feel a certain way about Trump. We have to already understand and concede. He ain't one of us. All right. He, he's not like us. New, 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 new world you know what I mean? A lot of people realize that you think Donald Trump's one of you and, and even your favorite celebrities. You think these favorite celebrities and these politicians, you know, I like to crack on Joe Biden. He ain't one of us. New, 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 new world you know, he's order. a power that be. I would never pick a battle with the individual like that. I might throw my I th- I'll throw my shade at you. But I certainly ain't going to pick a battle with you. You got to realize who you are. You got to know your mother sucking role. Know your role. And these Negroes on the plantation, Faney, Willis, uh, for the most part, and, and that ninja, uh, what's his name? Nathaniel Wade, they didn't know who they were messing with. See, I know y'all ninjas think Trump ain't shit, but I'm going to tell you, these people are way above us and we ain't catching up. We're not catching up to them. These people have known some information. They can eliminate us. They can make us disappear. <laughs> All right, they can make us disappear. Somebody said, we the people. Yeah, I mean, you're right. We the people. But that's gone. That ship is sailed. Um, for the most part, when you pick a battle, you got to make sure you're well-armed. We talked about this in terms of revolutions. You got to make sure you're well-armed. You got to know thy enemy. You got to know the enemy better than the enemy knows themselves. You got to read the book. Read that book. Um, the art of war, the art of war, war. These people don't have no heart. Somebody said Trump is ruthless. These people, they're not like us. And so I know you'd be like, oh, we got them. We got them. But no, no, you ain't got them, bro. They got money to burn and they'll pay thousands upon thousands of thousands, millions of dollars on legal fees. And Trump been doing this for a whole long time. But y'all want to wake up the sleeping giant. Yep, you want to stir up the hornet's, hornet's nest. You're, you're picking battles that most people think that, that you can't win. By the way, you're doing something unprecedented that nobody's ever done. I don't know why this mammy thought she was going to get away with it. And that's just the world that we live in. But not only did she not get away with it, she out here lying her ass off. Caught in a Jezebel scam where she getting uh, deep-throated in her own political office as she's rising to the top. We got this story. We're going to talk about this story uh, later on in the show, but we're going we're gonna to let the people come in as they see this topic. All right, see this topic. Uh, a lot of you young people don't know. Uh, I've, I've been aware of Donald Trump since I probably was been 10 years old. Um, and guys, I'm almost 50. <laughs> I'm almost 50. I'm 48 years old. Donald Trump has been around since I've been like 10. Okay, now most of you guys, Donald Trump's been around since you've been 10, 
but y'all ninjas ain't really 25 years old, right? So you don't realize who Donald Trump is. This guy has been this way all of my life. All of my life, like all of my childhood, through teenage years, he's been ruthless, uh, cunning on the attack and so forth. I think a lot of people underestimate who this guy is. And you think you're just going to get him and then have him caught, catch him with his pants down. This dude has been like this for a long time. And he doesn't play when it comes to paying lawyers and having legal teams. Yeah, you might catch him in a bind. You might have to, you might have to indict his lawyers. I mean, they've been trying everything to get him, and they really ain't got him yet. People always think they got him. They don't got him. You think Fannie Willis is going to take him down? The answer is no. And I said that from the beginning. She ain't going to get him. <laughs> He's been like this for a minute and uh, all of this stuff in the bag of chips ahoy. But anyway, he, he did rise to this uh, position of presidency, which is the impossible. So once he did that, I said, this guy's out of his stratosphere right now. Yeah. Okay. So he's made mincemeat out of many people, and Fannie Willis is yet another victim of this. And we're going to reveal these texts. By the way, we got Stragg with Sniggle Theater. Our main event topic was going to be questions to ask to vet women, and we still might cover that. We're going to talk about did Kamala Harris, speaking of uh, uh, another woman here, did Kamala Harris, is she the one responsible for the changing of the stigma of sex work being real work? Uh, we're going to reveal uh, a lot of women are coming from behind the shadows. They're off back page now. Okay, a lot of people remember the back page days, the Craigslist days. Um, these things are still going on. Those were the days of the shadow sex worker. Today, the sex worker's out in front. We're going to talk about that. Um, Kamala Harris um, in 2019, kind of ran on uh, an agenda coming from Northern California and why this agenda was pushed forward. We're going to break that down. I talked about this years ago as it was happening. I was I had a bird's eye view as it was happening, was able to explain what you were going to see into the future. And yes, it's been four or five years already, and you're seeing it. I'm going to show you some commercials here on YouTube of some movies and some articles and some commentary from the workers themselves basically validating that they're no longer on the back page. They're right out here in front. They're, they're in a neighborhood near you. They're, they live next door to you. We're going to talk about this right now. We got wives doing it on OnlyFans. They're, they're right out here in the open. And how did that change? Was Kamala Harris responsible for the latest people responsible for the push of destigmatizing this very thing? And crime and law CGA coming up. All right, do me a favor. Do me a favor, hit the like button, and to contribute to today's show, dollar sign the Notorious. CGA on the Cash App, Bimmo Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious. New, 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 new world order. CGA channel. All right, we got that coming up here. Uh, let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show, if there's any. All right, there's normally not. Everybody's getting home from work. All right, everybody getting out of there. They about, about to fix up they, they dinner today. And all that in the bag of chips. So, Strider Herman says, blessings, coach. He says, you always have that fire. Send the ammo lamps. We was on fire earlier today. Ninjas was burning like they had gonorrhea out here. <laughs> all right, we burned it up. All right, shout out to Ian Slater says, your video on plantation politics and why the community hasn't progressed makes sense will you do more um in-depth 
episodes on your theory. Indeed, yes, and it is definitely a theory. It's something again. Uh, sometimes I speak with just a you know like a crystal ball. You know, the Holy Spirit speaks through me. Uh, sometimes I have evidence. Sometimes I don't. I, sometimes the evidence is easy for me to to pick up. So yes, I will do more subject matter on that one. But of course, you know, you're dealing with the a conquered people with hurt feelings. You know what I mean? They're hurt feelings. They're displaced. They're misguided and undecided. They don't know what to do with themselves. Um, and perpetual victimhood seems to be um, something that they inherit. And it's hard to get people to pivot out of a situation where uh, revenge is of the order. You know what I mean? I think I think really in the 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 problem that people have is that they want revenge. Right. And um, every smart man knows that if you're trying to get revenge, the person who has the power is the individual who uh, uh, who you're trying to seek revenge against. You see what I mean? Right. It's, it's it's you. If you redirected the energy to ignore, I know it's difficult. It's hard. Ignore who that person is. Leave that person behind. Give them a sense that we don't need you. Establish establish yourself as independent of them that is probably the best way to do it right but no uh we do have uh people that have been victimized hurt displaced um by generations of policies and stuff like that 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 people want revenge on these people you know uh uh, uh get whitey you know what i mean same thing with women you know woman does you wrong i told a young man one time never be in the spirit of revenge all right you always want to ignore and set up an independence uh, away from the woman don't try to get revenge against them the revenge vengeance is that vengeance is, vengeance is mine but if you are always trying yeah success is the best revenge if you are always trying to figure out how to get revenge on the person that has done you wrong that you're redirect your energy you're throwing energy in the wrong direction and i can't really win a lot of people over because they're hurt right they're hurt and they don't know what to do other than their last hope is to get revenge but really, that's not where the win is. That's not where the win is. You got to realize that your power is really bigger than that. But I, yeah, you know what I mean? It's sad. It's sad. But shout out to our brother here. Pro Man says, great show earlier. I admit, I played that black man stud game too. However, that can only go so far. If most black men see how women around the world throw themselves at Blonde guys, you will understand the long game. Crying about white oppression looks weak. It makes you look weak, right? So people don't realize it makes you look weak, and people are tired of hearing about, oh, and people are tired of hearing about it. But, yeah, uh, traveling does help that a little bit. You know, people don't want to say, well, we're the best. You know, people have that sense of we're better than them, and nobody's, you know, universal beauty standard. Really, these things are just coming from insecurity, really. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, uh, that black stud game, the black man stud game is there's something to that where that is the only way where you see you have an, an advantage and you try to be that. And we learn that we learn that through movies. We get conditioned. All right. But you can't be that and also say you're a victim. We're teaching brothers. We teaching y'all. Uh, shout out to Kaylin says most men need to be like Donald Trump when it comes to dealing with women. Maybe not when it comes to his activities with women, but being able to stand your ground when a woman acts up. Indeed, he's and he's got he's got a lot of experience dealing with really really predatory women. If you realize some of the women that he's been dealing with have been preying on him for a long time, including his three ex-wives. 
and his current ex wife, his current wife too. I'm pretty sure. All right, but uh, he's he's been dealing with them in such a way that uh, and I here here's the thing. I like his I like the ego part of him because he really don't give a fuck. So I like that. Um, I don't like people who kowtow and placate to other people just to uh, get votes. He really don't give a fuck, but it is what it is. Shout out to uh, Hanthem. We're going to call you H.A. What do you think of Tinder Gold? A lot of nice Tinder Gold. <laughs> All right, anyway, a lot of nice Punani. We talk about that on Locals. And Nest Egg Vault says, cook them, coach. Keep cooking them. We going to keep checking them indeed. Here we go. Uh, Strider Hermit, last one, says men have the innate ability to understand which battles to pick. The fault of the men of yesteryear was not explaining this in depth. Uh, are you saying they didn't pass it along? <laughs> they didn't pass it along? How to, how to do this? Yeah. Right? Knowing which battles to pick. Sometimes, sometimes, gentlemen, we try to teach here. No... <laughs> Like, say, for instance, somebody does something to you. Um, there is a sense of you have to respond back immediately. You have to respond back immediately. It kind of gang wars, right? Disrespect to me. You diss me? How dare you diss me? All right? You know what I mean? Uh, the Scarface attitude. All right, you disrespect me? You know what I mean? And then it's the, we learn this in wrestling and boxing. Okay, you know what I mean? Uh, you, you, so this need to respond immediately does get you to lose your life. You will lose your life in minutes till seconds by making rational uh, reactions. And as a man who is aged, I know that responding uh, with emotion because I was disrespected and trying to immediately win, that's a female trait. Women do shit like this. They do shit like this where they gotta get the win right there. As a man, I will tell you to not Try to do that. You got to be cold and calculating. There's a story about one Sammy the Bull Gravano who was ordered to put a hit on a man, and he actually hung around that man for months before he put a bullet in his head. Right? I'm not saying that that's how you should deal with things, but that's how it was carried out. He got to know him. He got to know the family. He hung out with him, and he waited for the right opportunity to kind of get, uh, get the job done. What I mean to say is this. Sometimes you don't need to react to a person. Sometimes if a person thinks they got over on you and you don't react, they're actually very surprised. Sometimes they think, oh, I got over him. He a punk. Sometimes they spend all their waking hours waiting for you to attack and you never attack, which is a win as well. They're doing using all their energy to wait for you to respond and you never respond then when they are exhausted, then you might be able to get a win. But don't believe that you have to respond immediately to things because let me just give you an example. I've seen videos of guys, um, and there's several videos, especially when you're talking about firearms and self-defense, that a person is doing something because you react emotionally, you don't check your surroundings. I've just seen several videos, and I don't know if I can show them. I don't want to ruin people's YouTube channels. Something's happening, you respond immediately. Firearm. I have a story of a man, um, there was something going on, there was a fight outside a nightclub. A guy comes out, you know what I mean? He comes out with his firearm, he shoots a couple in the air, he don't check, he's just focusing on the fight. Right behind him, clap, he got shot. Because he didn't check his surroundings. 
He just reacted emotionally. And he said, hey, I'm the only one probably with a firearm here. Boom. Pulls out. Pop, pop, pop. And then somebody, oh, he got a firearm. Bang. Right behind his head. Another situation. Yep. Because it, because you're emotional, you have tunnel vision. Anybody that knows tunnel vision, you get tunnel vision. And you only think about your target. And you don't check your surroundings. Another story, a man came into a Walmart active shooter. He's walking in. His girlfriend, also armed, is walking 10 feet behind him. Guy walks into the store. He starts active shooting, pop, pop with an AR. There's a guy there who's armed. He sees this. He's way over here. He sees the guy. Pop, pop. He acquires the target. He pulls his firearm. He starts to pursue him in the store. He starts to pursue him. He's watching him, wait, waiting for his chance. But his girlfriend, who's armed, the active shooter's girlfriend, is 10 feet behind him. He jumps in front of her. He never recognizes her. So he waits, 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 follows the guy, finds him. Soon as he pulls up, the woman pulls right behind him, bang. Huh? That's because you're reacted emotionally. You didn't check your surroundings. You try to enact justice and revenge right on the spot. And he didn't even think, who is this woman? Because they didn't walk in together. He didn't even recognize her, see her, see her as a possible target. He didn't even try to do what he, wait for her to react, nothing. He didn't wait for backup, nothing. He didn't do any recon. He just jumps in there. But that is an example. Yeah, you try to play Superman and he got laid down and he left with his head leaking. Guys, stuff like that happens, especially when you're outgunned, outmanned, and you don't have enough information. So you think you're going to get revenge, but yeah, you, you got your life snuffed trying to get out and react emotionally. Anyway, that, uh, you can look that situation up. Happened at a Walmart in Las Vegas. If you want to watch that, there's a video. There's plenty of videos on YouTube. Happened at a Walmart in Las Vegas. He got clapped, gone. All right, just like that. He's just, yeah, when doves cry, game over. We have to give him the delete, yeah. All right, anyway. It's a cold game out here. It's an evil world, guys, man. Don't be trying to, don't react too much. It's an evil world we live in. All right, let's get to some straggle with Snickle Theater because we got a lot of stuff to cover here. Let's go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Snickle Theater, we got it going on. Hit the like button, man. We got some stuff to cover here. First on Straggle and Snickle Theater. All right, we'll do it live. I got to share the right tab, all right, before I start. Oh, I almost shared my feet picture collection again. All right, it happened. Speaking of feet pictures, uh, take a look at this bathroom, a girl on the toilet. Okay, she got her panties around her, her thighs, uh, but uh, it looks like a zooted Kaylee has crawled underneath her stall, laid on the floor for a bit, got up, then crawled out. What would you do in a situation like this? Uh, this is interesting. Yeah, the nightclub bathroom with women are quite interesting. They be doing lines of coca, dropping pills, passing stuff, taking pictures of selfies. Uh, yeah, does she know where she is? She got a big gut, too. Her gun is out. What is going on here? She's trying to get out of the bathroom. And, you know, coca is not your friend. These, these white girls be doing the most, man. Look at that. And she done pissed on herself, too. 
She probably bleeding between the legs as well. And there's the girls right there with the panties legs out. And this zooted Kaylee right here with the gap tooth smile with the evil laugh, <laughs> right? Uh, she in there dookieing. All right. She in there dookieing. And this girl in here just crawling under the, I think I would have, I would have made sure the rest of my dookie was out and I would have probably had to stomp her ass, man. These people out here never, never pedestalize women too much, bro. Don't pedestalize women too much. They be out here acting funky, funky tail. Look at her. She's zooted. Look at them saggy. So look at this body by hostess. Oh my goodness. <laughs> body by hostess. Twinkie cakes. All right, and she done, boy, women are flexible. I tell you that, man. They flexible. And she done pee-peed on herself already and bleeding, too. Oh, man, farting and stuff. This is crazy, man. Look at her, man. Look at these cankles, too, man. That she going to be a big one when she grow up. And this kid, she just a sniggling. The girl's restroom is crazy, nigga. Oh, oh I dropped the N-word here. Anyway, we got the next one here. Straggle Sniggle Theater says women want Dads, not husbands. Women want dads, not husbands. Here we go. Most women want daddies, not husbands. Let me explain. So many women on this app love to preach that men only want mommies. A lot of women on this app will say that they want a man to pay all of their bills. They want them to show up emotionally. They want them to show up 24-7. They want them to give them princess treatment. They want to be treated like gold, essentially like their dad would treat them if they have good fathers. They want the men in their lives to fix all of their shit, be their caretaker. But on top of that, on top of all of the things that men are already responsible for, now these women are crying about domestic labor. So they want the men to also do all of the laundry, do most of the cooking while simultaneously working 60 hours. And most of the time, that's still not good enough. So if he is cooking, cleaning, doing your laundry, providing for you, taking care of your emotional needs, then what the hell are you doing? Probably sitting on social media for six hours a day, not really accomplishing anything like a teenage daughter, oh. hence the daddy-daughter dynamic. And some of these women can get all of that Damn and princess daddy. treatment and throw little tantrums when they don't get their way by giving the silent treatment and thus continue the father-daughter dynamic mm. instead of wife and husband but that's right that's right men are only looking for mommies Damn, not wives okay bye okay bye all right uh don't this woman's gonna turn into a beast all right but we go we'll give it to her all right she give it to her she's been listening to somebody uh yeah yep yeah 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 that, that these partnership agreements are not really partnership agreements people be like i want a partner and you can cook and you can do you're eventually going to do 75 percent of the work while she still says i do the emotional labor and the physical labor and i do i do all right uh these women keeping score man leave women that be out here keeping score all right uh straggle Snickle theater here we go right here uh if you wonder uh, somebody asked me about dating apps earlier right they super chatted me he says what about tinder gold all right. He said there's some good punani on there. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, how women act on dating apps. Uh, this woman says, I'm picky. And this woman definitely looks like a teenager. But take a look at how she's going through her dating app right here. And look at her. She ain't even combed her hair this morning. She got stray hairs everywhere. All right. Flyaways and shit. Man, comb your hair. But look at all of these swipe lefts. I don't even think she's even giving it a real shot. And y'all niggas just sitting around thinking, what can I do better, coach? <laughs> what can you do better? Man, hit the junior college, brothers. <clears throat> Look at this. 
you think that is and we gave you data on on um women and dating apps and how many times they swipe left uh, swipe right and actually how many times they get a date and how many times that date ends in dinner or a sex right um it's very high they got a high percentage conversion rate when it comes to dating apps they got a high conversion rate now some of them don't think they're winning they still can't get the relationship because men are the gatekeepers of relationship old talking point but yeah they can't get the relationship but they do have high success rate with being able to get matches then meet a person, at least have the person show up and maybe for the first time, maybe get her tonsils buttered and then maybe get her peacefully pushed to her insides, pushed to her esophagus, but they can't get the, the relationship. They can't get the commitment. So that's where they, that's where they falter. Men, on the other hand, you can barely get a match. And we gave you the statistics on that. We actually took two people, a woman on a dating app for three months, actually had almost a near uh, the same success as a man on a dating app for five years. It took him five years to get to anywhere close to the number of meetings and sex as a woman did in two to three months. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild out here. All right, uh, here we go right here. Uh, is that it on Stragglers Legal Theater? Boy, this show's going to go fast. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, do me a favor, man. Hit that there like button. Hit that there like button. I think we got something else, another segment coming up. Let me just knock this segment out real quick. Crime and Law, CGA. Crime and Law, CGA. Uh, did you guys remember us? Uh, before we do Crime and Law, uh, to back it up, because a lot of women don't think that, that they think the dating apps suck for them. It really sucks for most men. But there was a guy who does uh, content here, uh, Alexander Grace. He had a video where he had a woman uh, do a dating app as a guy. And I think she did a dating app as a handsome guy and a not-so-handsome guy. And um, the results, she was stunned. She was stunned at the results. She was like, wow, it's worse, way worse to be a man on a dating app than it is a woman. So women don't really see this. And I've always encouraged men to uh, be a woman on a dating app, be a woman on Instagram. You will see how easy it is for men to simp. And, and I experienced this when um, somebody that I knew, a client of mine, um, she was a flatback. She was, a, I mean, she was beyond a flatback supreme. She was a little tiny white woman. Um, and uh, she was a married woman. So she was in her 40s at the time. She had blonde hair. She had bolt on, fake, falsy titties. Slim, slim waist, small booty, you know, something right out of a white man's dream. All right. So anyway, she wanted to start social media back then. It was MySpace. It was MySpace. So on, I made up a MySpace for her. <laughs> like I made up the MySpace. So I had the password and all this shit. And I used her photos and all this stuff. And I was like, see, this is how you do it. Dude, the amount of men and the bullshit that these men did to get this woman's attention was astonishing. I was blown away. And I was like, man, I never seen anything like this. And the one thing that made me get completely creeped out, I'm going to tell it to you. This is a family show. The one thing that made me get creeped out was that a man sent the message with a picture printed out of an inkjet printer 
and he nutted on the picture. He, he So the picture of the woman, he printed a photo of the woman's MySpace on an inkjet, printed that shit out, nutted on it, took a photo of the picture with her on it, with nut on it, and sent it in a message. I was like, bruh. Oh, the humanity. Done. Done. I said, no more. I'm done with y'all ninjas. <laughs> Somebody said that was me. I was like, oh, and dude, dudes was trying hard. And dudes that shouldn't have been trying at all. <laughs> he said, these ninjas weird. And so for real, you know what I mean? I remember this to this day. And I was like, and this was a 40-year-old white woman. This wasn't even a teenage, uh, uh, advanced teenager. This wasn't even a young 21 Victoria's Secret model. This was like a normal suburban wife that was attractive. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Mm. Yes, brothers. Yeah, that brother's starving. You got to know, man, that there's some dudes that are down bad out here. It's It's ridiculous. So... I always encourage men, you know, if you don't, you wonder what's going on with dating apps and why you're not getting a response, just make yourself as a marginally attractive woman on a dating app. That'll that'll be all you need to know. Make yourself a fat woman on a dating app. That'll be all you need to know. Okay, you're like, oh, (laughs) you can't even see your message. Then message message that woman from your phone and and then refresh her messages and see how far your message is down on the message board. Your message gets swallowed up in two hours. Your message is already on page number two in two hours. She missed it. Now, that means, in effect, that if you are getting action on dating apps, the woman really is interested in you because she messed messed around and passed up 50 messages. There's a guy listening to me saying I'm making excuses for them. I'm not. I, I live in reality. If a woman messages you on social media, a dating app, that that she wants something from you money energy attention and time like you made it <laughs> right you fucking made it you made it through a needle in a haystack and that's all women i don't care if she buck tooth cockeyed knock need got bunions she got the gout that's all women all women got action on social media all of them there ain't a one that don't got no action <laughs> so anyway if she's responding to you in any way, you fucking made it through the whole gauntlet. <laughs> you made it through the gauntlet. And I've experienced it myself. If you have female friends, go look at their messages. Go look at their dating app. You made it through the freaking gauntlet. All right. I don't care if this woman 325 pounds, you made it through the gauntlet. Because she getting slaughtered on the messages. And the more... The more average and ugly she is, the more messages there are. You would think it's the opposite, but no. Ninjas is out here nasty. Ninjas are out here nasty. Ninjas target subpar women. I told you about these game ninjas. All right, they target subpar women. Highly attractive women get offers and stuff like this, but you know what I mean? It's a little bit different. They get Most of the time, they getting cussed out, <laughs> right? They getting cussed out. You think you're all that, you effing bitch? That's what they're getting on dating apps and, and Instagram. They're getting cussed out. OnlyFans girls, you whore, you slower, you sl- Men just mad for no reason, cursing out attractive women. 
So you got to get a filter. And if you don't, if you don't think so, I challenge you. Try it out, man. You're going to have an eye-opening experience. I actually, did I suggest this in 52 Things? I think I suggested this, that men do this. This is a must-do. It's going to change your mind about the dating marketplace of what's going on. Yep, aiming low and hitting. Most women that are like six, five, four, three, two, one, amputee women in wheelchairs. She got the Stephen Hawkins. She got the keyboard and shit. She's sitting up there like she getting... She getting hammered with messages. And they're just like, I'll pick you up right here. I'll pick you up. You can keep that little Roger Troutman thing in your mouth. You're like this. All right, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Low-hanging fruit. That's what, men, that's what men mostly target. He said they have ones with herpes. And they're just be like, I'll run up in you with the herpes. All right, uh, this, this show. It's already off the rails. Let's go to crime and law CGA. <laughs> just, men, are, men be down bad too, man. Y'all ain't perfect. I seen a woman match with me. She was in a wheelchair. It was a little white woman. She was like with the little hand on the fucking knob on the electric chair. I was like, and she was like, she was, she was talking shit too. She was like, and don't just match with me. I get a lot of messages. I was like, I was like, how nasty am I, man? Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here? Crime and Law CGA. Man, a new report from who? We don't know. Uh, this was a psychology report. The pseudoscience department is now watching CGA again by Nicola Davis, the science correspondent. It says more women may be psychopaths than previously thought, says experts. You think? New, 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 new world order. You think? More women may be psychopaths than previously thought. Well, I mean, you didn't have to tell me nothing new here today. <laughs> this is published, just so you guys know, this is published in The Guardian. According to Dr. Clive Booty or Body says, um, assessment skews towards obvious male traits, but female psychopathy is more uh, subtle. It's more subtle, you think? All right, when it comes to the typical psychopath, the suited and booted Patrick Bateman from the novel American Psycho might spring to mind, but according to one expert, the number of women with the neural psychological disorder could be far greater than previously thought. Psychopaths are generally considered to lack empathy and guilt, exhibit antisocial behavior, lie frequently, and be ruthless narcissistic and manipulative you think psychopaths are after money power and control dr clive body says and he says who is an expert on psychopaths in the corporate world while the idea of psychopaths as violent antisocial criminals has given way to a more nuanced view mr body among those are amongst those that argue that they are often found in big business. The idea that they are mostly male has remained. All right, but the, the behavior of female psychopaths seems to be subtle enough and less obvious than male psychopaths, and therefore they are not recognized as much. You think? You think? I mean, is this not news to everybody? What are you talking about? 
Somebody said better late than never. I mean, what else do we need to know, Ninja? Like, come on. Like, what are we talking about? 90%? Like, what number would you give them, Dr. Clive? What number are you talking about here? <laughs> what assessments do they have to take? All right. It says right here they, there was a 10 to 1. Uh, there was a seemingly 10 to 1 suggestion the male to female psychopaths. But Body's Work says uh, using only the first part of a test suggests the figures are very different. Body says, Clive says, it's almost one-to-one. That, that, that is not a surprise. This is actually an underestimate. I think it's 10 women to one men at this point. And any woman mad at that, you guys were certainly settled. Uh, you, certainly, you certainly were ready to settle on 10 to one, being 10 male psychopaths to one. But no, brothers, I think it's 10 women psychopaths to one male. There ain't even close. Especially when he's talking about subtle, right? Talking about subtle? What are you talking about, man? What is this? This is new research. We need more research. How do I fund? How do I fund this project so we can get this figured out? We need to iron this shit out. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to, uh, well, uh, here we go. Here, crime and law CGA. Speaking of crimes and psychopaths. It says right here, a Miami-Dade woman arrested for poisoning boyfriend after he found bleach tablets in his tea, according to the police. A Miami-Dade woman arrested for poisoning her boyfriend after he found bleach tablets in his tea. Her name is Yvette Diaz. Oh, Yvette, you're feeling the... Hey. Now I got to cut you. All right, Yvette Diaz. Not a surprise here. The alleged incident happened here on... Oh, wait a minute. Let me go back. Yvette Diaz, uh, right here, age 49. Mm. Coach, you need to date women your age. Well, there you go right there. All right. Arrested on Friday on a charge of poisoning food and water. The incident allegedly happened on February 20th when the couple, who had been living together for three years, were at the home of uh where's the home right there southwest 158th place according to the report diaz's boyfriend made himself a meal and some tea then stepped outside to take a work call when he came back he offered diaz a bite of his tortilla which she accepted after taking a bite she exclaimed that it was too spicy and he offered her uh his drink to drink a tea which she adamantly declined she said i don't want to drink the tea the boyfriend then took a large gulp of the tea and his throat started to immediately burn. Uh oh. Yep, that's how you do it right here. He also noted that there was a strong smell of bleach coming from the cup and poured it in the sink. He then noticed in his cup the remnants of a concentrated bleach tablet, which usually is used for dissolving into five gallons of water. There's bleach in my drink, he exclaimed. Did you put bleach in my drink? Oh man, she should have just. Now I got to cut you. She should have just kicked. She should have just stabbed him. All right, he was taken to the hospital. She said, "I thought it was sugar." Mm. <laughs> oh man, these hoes ain't she? Man, hey man, here's my question right here. I, uh, now I got to cut you. My question is this: Why don't women just leave? <laughs> Ladies, why don't y'all just leave? It, what's the problem? Why don't you just pack up and pack your shit? Get your shit. Get your shit. Why don't you just like, you know what? I'm going to leave. 
<laughs> no, that's too much. Is this too much to ask? <laughs> All right, they don't want to just leave. They ain't trying to leave that money. They trying to stay in the house. All right, but they never going to leave because they're going to be like, well, I'm going to get them for the house. I'm going to keep the bank account. Just leave. Why you got a poison and then the kid stab him and shoot? Remember the lady shot the dude in the head while he was sleeping. He broke up. He was like, why don't you leave? She's like, I'm not going to leave. Waiting for your ass to get to sleep. And then skitty pop, pop. <laughs> Just leave. They don't got to leave. They got to have a whole MacGyver scene jumping out. They got the helicopter flying over. All right. They got the ladder dropping down. As she leaves, she poisons you. All right. Then she drops a grenade. She fought, climbs up the rope ladder. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they got a blanket. They wrap it around her. <laughs> it was three years of pain. <laughs> it got to be like, and then just coming out, you know, SWAT team at the door. Batarama-ram. They batteraming you. They got to have a whole escapade. Text messages. I'm going to leave at 1030 p.m. Okay, be there, have the car warmed up, have the briefcase full of cash. I'm going to need three months. I need to go to a cheap motel, the Shady Pines, the Snooty Fox. I need to disappear. Mission Impossible has bitches. She fly away holding on to the helicopter rope ladder. Oh, boy. Mm. <laughs> they be watching soap operas. These are, again, let's go back to the previous story. Psychopaths <laughs> right here. More women may be psychopaths than previously thought. Not a shock here. It's not a shock. I mean, listen, I, I'm, I even gave up the ghost on that men are nasty. Okay, I, listen, I'm a, I'm a multiple passport. They got a plane warmed up, a jet. I even gave it up. Men are nasty out here. But come on, ladies, y'all doing too much. Y'all doing too much. Just leave. They don't need, they don't want to leave. Uh, what are we doing here? Crime and law CGA continues. We got Natty, Natalie, Natalie Holloway's deleter, which is Jerron Vandersloot, apparently having sex with three different women while serving life in prison for the people who don't know and are too young to remember. Uh, is it Uron? I can't remember his first name, but this guy right here, we call him the Aruba Chad. Aruba Chad uh, was the guy, probably, what year was this? This was, uh, happened in 2005. Damn, really? It's almost been 20 years since Natalie Holloway? Wowzers. That's news to me. Well, for you youngins that don't know, Natalie Holloway was, the, do, do we have a picture of Natalie? There she is right there. There she is. Uh, this woman is uh, a high school student that went on a senior trip to Aruba. And when she went down to Aruba, she met up with Uron, Jeron Vandersloot. And apparently he beat her up, drugged her, graped her, threw her body. I don't even know. Did they ever find the body? I don't think they ever did. Threw it in the shark infested waters in Aruba. And she was never to be seen. Um, and this was a big story back when uh, they covered a lot of white women disappearing for legit reasons. And never any people of color or black people. All right, when black people disappear, they don't say shit. When it's a white woman, the world stops. Uh, but they could not find her. And what happened was um, Yaron went free. He basically walked. He was free the entire time. They arrested him. I think his dad was a what they call a lawyer over there or a uh, a barrister. 
and the dad pretty pretty much probably helped. Uh, people assumed that the father, his father helped him, and he told his father, like, man, I killed that beast. Well, anyway, he roamed free for many, many years until he actually committed another crime in a hotel room. He actually deleted another woman, um, but he was caught on camera entering and exiting the hotel room. Uh, they finally got up and caught, caught the dude, but he had remained free for years, like 10 years, 12 years. They didn't catch him for a long time. And he still was out here banging women right here. He's still right here, right here, 2012. So right there, he, he, he deleted another woman in Peru in 2012. So that was seven years later, and he was sentenced to 28 years. All right, so that was a big story back in the day. Um, people don't remember that. And really, there was the mom um, that was really taking the story and not letting it die. And uh, Nancy Grace was also in this one. But anyway, anyway. Here's the story about this, and this is what gets weird. Talk about psychopaths. Apparently, Yaron Vandersloot is still Chad. He's getting conjugal visits as he's serving a 28-year sentence in Peru for deletion. He was approved for conjugal visits, and he has the same rights as any other prisoner. The news comes as no surprise to people who know the 36-year-old. He's only 36. He was young. And it says right here, he confessed to deleting Natalie Holloway, who was 18 at the time. And they said he's a player, and he's always been a player. Women have always been attracted to him for some reason. And it says right here, let's go down to where the conjugal visions did right here. Okay, they're talking about Natalie Holloway. Under Peruvian law, prisoners are allowed private visits to have sex with partners from the outside. I guess that's pretty nice. Visitor, are these women paid women? Visitors are allowed to spend up to two hours in a private setting with inmates at a time. According to the authorities, Vandersloot has listed three different women on his most recent application, which were subsequently approved. One of the approved women is his longtime girlfriend. They, they name her name as Eva. Uh, she previously dated him in 2020. Shortly after they met, she allegedly smuggled drugs into the prison by hiding nearly 300 grams of coca, 14, 140 grams of the Mary Jane into the prison by hiding them in the food. Okay, prosecutors uh, sought an 18-year sentence for her, but she was not convicted. Okay, let me see here. Despite the relationship with her, his friends say he will never be monogamous, even behind bars. Vandersloot is currently being held at the notorious Antcon 1 prison north of Lima. Let me see if they have the other women here. They don't have the other women. So the, the moral of the story is this. The moral of the story is this. Uh, yeah, man. Women are attracted to bad guys. That's just what it is, man. Women are attracted to bad guys. You're never going to do it. They're attracted, to they're attracted to who they're attracted to. Even the Night Stalker had female fans. And he was out there shooting and stabbing people in Southern California. Even Charles Manson had hoes. All the way up into his death. But that's crazy, brother. Three different women. Three different women. And they going in and out. And they like, that's my guy. <laughs> Giving up the peace league. Women, women likes who they likes, man. You can't try to explain it away. Uh, they, all go, they all go through a phase. The bad guy phase. This ninja killing women. And they still giving up the puss. This all has to do with, you know, the fear factor. The dangerous man. And right there, he's, boy, non-monogamous in prison. This is crazy. Yep, Ted Bundy, women are, 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 are attracted 
to dangerous men. And if you just a gump, you you a gump. <laughs> All right, anyway. Do I have more Crime and Law CGA? That's it on Crime and Law CGA. Let me get to the Super Chats we got coming up next. Yeah, we'll do the main event. We'll do the main event. Do the main event. We'll do the uh, breaking news. We'll break some news, and then we got some more stuff. We'll hang around. We'll hang around for a bit. Let's see here. We got who, who it is. Who it is up here? We got our brother Free Kekistan is in the building. Shout out to you. Deshaun Rose says, good evening, coach. Just checking in and about Tammy's feet again. You say, that was whipped cream? And please speak louder so the court can hear you out here. Oh, man, I'm on the court stand, right? I don't want to be in coach. Yeah, high Bristophilia. Yeah. Shout out to Hodge. He says, true coach, if I've seen white people literally glitch out and malfunction after they drop the N-bomb and the black people didn't respond. Yeah, we actually had a clip of that as well. A, a, a clip of that. But that, that you know, interesting situations that tend to happen um, <laughs> with them as well. What do we got here? JC says, I just had a Big Mac extra sauce, lettuce, cheese, and pickles, onions, and thing the thick time. Mr. Jonathan West says, the free agent lifestyle is saving my life. Thank you, see God Allah. Life is better post-divorce. You're the winner. You're the winner. All right, the free agent lifestyle is undefeated, especially if you've been married before. Brown, 310, no trabajo, no ling ling, senor favorito, African-American. Where's Donald Trump at? Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know yeah. what I'm talking about? All right, uh, what are we doing? John Doe says, a woman once hacked my account on a dating app. She received more messages in one hour than I did in two weeks. Yeah, brothers. Yeah, brothers. And despite the fact that people don't know is that there's more men on dating apps than women. Um, if, if you don't, if you haven't seen one of my, one of my dating app breakdowns, um, you are at a severe disadvantage on the dating apps. Men, you are at a severe disadvantage. Um, if you're not handsome, if you're not, you know, dangerous looking, if you're not tall, if you do, you are at a severe advantage. I mean, disadvantage because uh, unlike in person, many times you can't even face rejection because you don't even get the matches to reject. <laughs> right? You don't even get the matches to get rejected. And that could be a humiliating process all to itself. Like in real world experience, you could get rejected. Or let's say you're just marginally handsome and uh, you're all right. Well, you'll match and then the woman will find a reason to reject you. And that can be humiliated as well. But guys, they'll be like, no, coach, you need texting game. Guys, there's guys that can't even get matched to text a woman. How are you going to text somebody you don't match? <laughs> you, have it, you have to actually match to message on most dating apps. And match, dating apps that don't have this particular setting where there's, you can just contact people out of the blue, which uh, many of them had this prior, you're going to be very unsuccessful. So it's it's crazy, yes. In one hour, they get many, many messages. You, it will take you weeks. Yeah, you reject it on site. You don't even get to get you don't even get to get a word in. I mean, I don't have that issue, but there's a lot of guys that don't. And the reality is, there's more men than women on dating apps. Far more. Shout out to, we're gonna call you Jazz. He says I pretended to be an 18 year old girl back when AOL Messenger was prevalent. They barely lasted 
That barely lasted a half an hour. After that, I couldn't fathom wanting to be a girl. Yeah, brothers, that's crazy. You can't do it. You, you wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, try being a, a teenage 18 to 20, 24-year-old woman on, a, on anything. It is an eye-opener. <laughs> it's an eye-opener. And these women here, again, I showed you that one woman on Austin Dunham's video. She had over 10,000 likes, which these are potential matches. 10,000. I've never had that on my dating app. Now, that, that's insane. But she had 10,000. And if you've seen the woman, she wasn't that she wasn't that attractive. She wasn't ugly by any stretch of the imagination. She was good looking for a young woman. And 10,000 potential matches. And she was only talking to 13. I mean, the numbers are stacked against you, brothers. And she ignored a lot of the people. Like the people, the people she matched with that was talking to her, she never responded to. All right. Anyway. Let me see if I can find that video real quick. It's an eye-opener. Eye-opener. Shout out to Austin Dunham, too. It is an eye-opener. And this isn't to tell you to quit. I'm just telling you, sometimes you got to know, you got to know where, where to waste your time. Don't waste your time with the Yo, what's up, everybody? Yo, Austin, chill out. <laughs> Talking on my page. I'll let you know when you can talk on my page. All right, uh, let's see here. It's a pretty old video. It's a pretty old video. I might not be able to pull it up live. I might not be able to pull it up live, but it's a it's a fairly older video, and it's an eye-opener. It's one of those things. Again, I always tell you, uh, uh, if you're confused, and if you haven't done this, the, the reality is if you haven't done this, at least as a man, you don't have a real indication of what the problem is, what your problem is. So you might not get the idea. Here's the young lady here. All right, uh, here it is right here. You might not be able to see it. Oh, here it is. Okay, this is the girl right here. All right, that's Austin Dunham <clears throat> and the girl. There it is right there. Can you see that on the screen? You can barely see it because my picture is in the way. That's 9,999 matches. 9,999 likes. That means that on the dating app, for people who have dating apps, that are, that's the people who swipe right on you. That's everybody that swipe right on you. Okay. Now, of those, she's matched with, uh, she's matched with 396. And new matches are 165. I don't know what the difference between those. And she's messaged eight, 18 of those matches. 18. I believe, I don't know if these are the unread messages or what. Just think of the numbers. I mean, yeah, it's maxed out. It's more than 9,999. And look, of the ones she's messaged, these 18, look at the messages she responded to. No, she didn't respond to this one. No response. No response. No response. And you can go right down the freaking line. And this is just, this is the woman right here. Yeah, you know. This is the average regular woman. Let me see. What's up? No response. No response. Okay, there's a response to Jake. There's no response there. There's no response to CJ. And he starred her. So that means that's supposed to be make you seen a little bit more. 
uh, there's no mat. There's no response to any of these men of the 18 men. Okay, look, no responses. Hey, you. Then they sent them a, a gif, a gif. There's right there. I'm down to be really good friends. Here's another one right here. Where's the where's the response? None. This looks like my, my app. Hey, noodle head. <laughs> no response. There's another one. After the whole brain eating amoeba thing. Here, okay. No response. Right there. So this means if I follow you on Instagram, I'll get a follow back. No response. There's a response. Okay, there looks like she's responding to that guy. There's no response. Boom, boom. On red, on red, on red, on red. And somebody says, yes, how about dating apps sending fake matches? Sometimes you're responding to fake ma- matches. You're, re- you're responding to fake profiles. And uh, these websites have been, these dating apps have been sued for this. They've been sued. And they, people who work for dating apps have acknowledged that they participated in responding to people via fake profiles. All right, so that's an example of it right there. Shout out to our brother here. Hodge says, I got city girl cousins. One day I sat around them at a table and they had their phones face down and their phones were lighting up like the New York skyline every two seconds. And this went on for hours. Yep. I know this is a, I, it's an absolute fact, absolute fact. And I had this one girl I was hooking up with. She would come over and her phone was just ping, 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 ping. All right. Between Twitter and Instagram, she was getting so many alerts. I made her turn it off. I said, when you come to my house, turn it off. And guess what? I never text her. She would text me. I, I don't, if, if you guys follow me on locals, I don't text, right? Like I don't initiate that often. I barely respond and I only give directions and I usually just be like, hey, when we meeting up or she'll say, hey, can we meet? And I just confirm this day or this day, this time. All right. I don't be going back and forth with them with conversations because I'm just going to be one of many. And I find that it works better for me. Uh, what A lot of you guys are texting women and she texting you between sucking dudes off and getting penetrated. <laughs> and dinners with her from we're friends. Tony praying Mantis says, Sup CGA, you heard that Coach RP passed away in the Ukrainian federal prison. Also, dating apps don't work for men. They need to pay for pros. <laughs> you the amount of money that you spent and on a on dating apps, premiums, ninja, you could have got your salami smuggled way easier. But I know you want her to like you. Shout out to I just want to be richer says, Did you hear that Mammy Judge? Tracy Porter took President Trump off the Illinois ballot. And that's just for the that's just for the um preliminary uh, running here. It's not going to be for the presidency. It's crazy. Obstacles to opportunity with Sean Bird. Shout out to you. And how much money is that? Is that Thailand money? What is that? Is that Thailand bot? Or is that where is it? What is that? Shout out to you. All right. And good channel, by the way. Did you change your channel name? You put your name on it? Shout out to you. I'm he says, I was offered 350K from a SpaceX job. He says, my family said, do it for the black community. Quote, I'm retired and wealthy in Thailand. That is some bots. Free agent lifestyle and never going back after pill for life. You are the, aren't you the originator of the after pill? He's the one that came up with the after pill. And he also said, let's get some money pregnant. 
Go follow Obstacles to Opportunities channel. Click on it. He says, thanks, CGA, for the Freedom Papers. Give the community the buzzer. My man got up out of here. We're going to talk about getting up out of here in a minute uh, this week. He says, do it for the black community. Man, please. <laughs> I don't know why people want y'all to do that. By the way, I think it's unfair for people to put that type of pressure on men. Why right, do it for the black community? I don't understand that. Ninja, I ain't Superman. I'm just a regular dude here. Justin O says, the Ireland Cougar is back. He says, about to hit that bottom, CGA. Shout out to her. Does she have red hair? Does she have red hair? All right, I'm just asking for a friend here. All right, she probably had, never mind. <laughs> Shout out to you in Thailand. Um, Maryland guy says, coach, I could barely get one match a month, and my six foot three tattooed cousin met his last three girlfriends on there. Yep, there you go. I mean, dating apps are a tremendous, tremendous disadvantage for most men. Um, I don't even know why most men even try with that type of frustration. They're absolute garbage. They're garbage for most men. And women are like, dating apps suck. I'm like, you're getting conversations and matches, but, you know. Maryland guy says, hey, coach, did you hit that wheelchair poon or do you plead the fifth? Just kidding. I didn't match with her. I didn't match with her, man. I, I, I ain't that nasty. Even in my deepest, darkest, down, baddest days, um, I could never hit a wheelchair woman. I can never hit it. I, I don't. I could never do it. Caitlin says, getting revenge is what petty people do. Women love to get revenge because they're petty and emotional. Getting revenge doesn't work for a man because consequences are greater. Yep. I always tell guys, like, if you get a revenge on a woman, man, you just made her a victim. By the way, do you guys know that if a woman does know that you're trying to seek revenge, it only makes her more bloodthirsty. It gives her, oh, see? Like, the best thing you could do is just ignore a woman ignore her now that puts that does put you listen there's no perfect solution there's no perfect solution um ignoring women has consequences they could go ape shit on you when you ignore them however it's the lesser of evils it's picking your poison because sometimes they just want to be acknowledged and when you ignore them they just keep they come after you right but if you give them attention trying to get revenge, that actually makes them a victim. It gives them like, can't see, he want me. And it makes it validates that she was the one in the right. All right, I want that bitch to never hear from me again. That's the best, sweetest revenge. And then watch me be successful. Watch my life. And if you they don't even watch me, I don't care. All right, but ignore. Super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Kaylin says most men need to be like Trump uh, when it comes to dealing with women. Did I already read this one? Maybe not when it comes to his. Okay, I did read that one. All right. I, I don't want to be repetitive, but we're going to get on to the main event here. Ignore their ass. That's the sweetest revenge and watch them pine for your attention. No government name SD. Most people aren't ready for the earlier show when you talked about the first Africans in North America weren't from the slave trade as always you drop a hints to knowledge that most don't and he says thanks coach they don't want to hear this bro you don't even want to get me into these stories here yeah shout out to zero fallout says for the edutainment appreciate that i think we're ready are we ready to go yes we're ready we're ready somebody said yes i did i didn't hit it 
He says, no con- no contact hurts them a lot. Yep, a person that, a wo- guys, this is this again, not trying to get revenge. But when you break contact from a woman, they are in pain. Sometimes they'll move on from you, but they are hurt. They're looking at their phone like, he really ain't going to text me, huh? He really ain't going to call me. He really don't need me. They are in pain, <laughs> right? Not that I want to see her in pain, but they get real spiteful and vengeful. So you need to prepare for an all-out assault when you ignore her because she's coming back, Ninja. She's coming back. She's going to start plot- plotting. But that to me, that's the best way to deal with women. Just be like, and then be seen with another woman. That's another one. <laughs> be seen with another woman or with, with social media. Live your best life without them. Yeah, they be like, oh, man, good Lord. Never seek revenge. All right, let's get back to the main event. How about we do this, and then we're going to jump around today. Maybe this will be it. Who knows? All right, what do we got here? We got Fanny Willis is done. Ring the bell on this woman. That's the wrong bell. Let's ring the bell on Fanny, Fanny Willis. If you didn't know, if you didn't know, I'll give you a quick update. Fanny Willis is the mammy that is out there in Atlanta, district attorney elected by the uh, the amount of, I don't know, African-Americans out there that just love to see black women get their title. Oh, black women need it. They deserve it, and they'll make a difference. And then they come out and do shit like Fanny Willis, and she's a de- Jezebel getting her cheeks clapped and uh, doing criminal activity like uh, using using uh, the funds of the people to fund vacations and trips. She's up Shit's Creek because she went in there with her with her uh, sapphire attitude and her dress on backwards, and she was in there. I didn't do it. You're not uh, completely defensive, avoiding hard, direct questions, and people were celebrating this sapphire. We broke this down earlier today. Well, she got in trouble because she used that opportunity to try to prove her innocence or try to uh, uh, kick the attention off of herself and put it back on Donald Trump, all right, because she's one of the prosecutors in the four cases that are trying to indict Donald Trump to prevent him from winning the presidency, and their whole goal is to muddy up his name, make him a convict, and then say this felon is going to run for president. How can you vote for a felon? At best, they would hope to throw him in, in jail and then say, you know, even for a little bit of time, if he's arrested, if he's um, fingerprinted, if he's booked, if they put the orange jump shoot on him and he's in there for nine days and he gets out, They're hoping that that's going to be the story that prevents you from voting for Donald Trump. That's their whole goal. That's their whole goal. And many of these cases are falling apart. All right. They're falling apart. But in this situation here, she was out here and people were celebrating her. She made a mistake. Number one, she lied. She lied to stay on the case. Number two, she did not recuse herself from the case. Number three, she allowed them to further investigate her. And she should have known this, but for some reason, she is using the court of public opinion for optics to go up there and testify like this is a game. She might know something we don't know. For instance, she has a back door with the judge. The judge worked for her district attorney's office. Okay, so she has a back door, a trap door somewhere. She's continued to be funded by the, Dim- the Dixiecrats. And then you have a whole bunch of shit here. So her ego has blown out of proportion. And when you're dealing with women, just know that their ego it's not their amigo. They can never check themselves. They're going to drag you into the abyss. The, tro- the story of the Jezebel is they never become rational. They become more irrational the more you corner them with the truth. And that is a prime example. Fanny Willis is this woman. And any woman that cheers on this woman is that woman as well. You must avoid them. 
But here's the principle of the case. Fannie Willis, who got the case in 2021, I believe in 2021, hired the, the, uh, the salami slayer, Nathaniel, whatever his name is. All right, Nathan, Nathan Wade. And then somewhere around 2022, they actually had the situation where um, uh, Nathan Wade is going to be uh, divorcing his wife. So timeline-wise, the case actually started in 2022, not 2021. I was wrong there. 2022, the case starts. Nathan Wade gets divorced. He divorces his wife quickly. Well, his wife is going to divorce him because he, she's been cheating on her with Fanny and probably more women. So the timeline has to go like this. They could not have started their relationship before 2022 because if they did start their relationship prior to that, the case probably would be an L. They would have to be basically drop the case with no other district attorney's office in the state willing to pick it up. So the case falls apart on the fact that Trump's team has done some recon on the district attorney. Now, this is where people get it a more political now. Oh, well, Trump is a liar. He should be convicted. Well, let me just tell you, no president has ever been convicted of any gotten thing. So it's pretty much damaging the institution of the presidency to carry on these acts. Nobody's ever been done this. And there's been some really big criminals in the White House and people have skirted. Hillary Clinton didn't even make the White House and she committed mad crimes. Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, Benghazi, uh, uh, George W. Bush, weapons of mass destruction, Richard Nixon. I mean, you could go up and down the line of the amount of criminals that have led uh, the presidency, led this country. I mean, and has never faced any criminal prosecution. And I don't think a president should, just to be honest with you. All right. You're really damaging the the real the 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 nature of the importance of the presidency. Stop. Bullshit. So here it is right here. Donald Trump, they're t- trying to take him down. But Donald Trump does recon. He finds out Fannie Willis is in a relationship with the prosecutor who is in charge of the case, which is Nathan Wade. So if they're having an affair prior to the start of the case, 2022, where they basically says we're going to indict. The case is going to fall apart. The credibility is gone. Not only that, if this affair has been lied about, covered up, the credibility of the district attorney's office and Nathan Wade, Fannie, and everybody associated with it, this case is null and void. It's done. All they got to do is get them on the stand to deny that they were in a relationship. All and just... Like a cheesy rat, they fell for the trap. Fanny Willis and her ego, Nathan Wade and his cover up because his income went from 90K to 600,000, which is money that was used for gifts, trips, and all of that while they were having an affair prior to 2022. This is, this is state money. They're having the security drive them back and forth. If this is going on, These are crimes. These aren't just credibility issues. These are crimes that they have committed. Now, if you don't understand, you cannot be a prosecutor and a criminal at the same time. You cannot go in the courthouse and say, this person's a criminal and you're a criminal. Mm. (laughs) 
You're going to lose your legal license. You're going to get disbarred. You're going to lose your job. You might be able to be put behind bars. Now, one of these Negroes is going to get put behind bars and more likely is going to be uh, Nathaniel Wade. He's definitely going to lose his license. And I'm thinking that guy, the tattletale, the snitch-ass ninja, he probably going to lose his license as well. Fanny Willis is probably certainly going to lose his license. And this says, hey, pick your battles. The ego of Fanny Willis thought, she, I'm going to go and take on Donald Trump. You got to know who you're taking on. Know your opponent. Respect your opponent. She didn't respect his, her, her opponent. And they turned this case back onto her. Let's show you here. I got the text messages. Breaking news. This is from the YouTube channel Professor Nez. 55,000 subs. Yes, 55,000 subs here. Allegedly, one of the text messages here. This text messages come right here. Oh, by the way, who is he text messaging? So let me give you the pictures of the people here because this is important. This is important. And then when you look at the testimony of Terrence Bradley, this ninja was shuffling yesterday. Shuffling. These, here's Terrence Bradley, all right, basically ballpark Frank himself. This is the attorney for Nathan Wade. He testified yesterday very unsuccessfully claiming he didn't know when the relationship started. Oh, I don't know, 2022. I don't remember. I don't remember how. Yesterday, he was up there. And by the way, if anybody ever invites you to testify in a situation where you have knowledge, I want you to understand this. Do not go in there thinking that these people don't know. You're taking a tremendous risk. This is why I tell men, stay out of court, especially with marriage. Stay out of court. So this is Terrence Bradley, the attorney for Nathan Wade for his divorce. He is aware of both of these people, and he is claiming to never have met Fanny Willis more than once. This guy's a complete liar. Dunzo. Now, the person that he is messaging is... Ashley Merchant. Who is Ashley Merchant? Sadly, it's the Viking broad. <laughs> All right. He's messaging the Viking broad. Now, this woman is the attorney for, um, and, and forgive me, um, she's one of the Trump attorneys, but she really represents someone specifically uh, by the name of Michael, um, and somebody can fill us in who she represents. This woman has been a terror in this case. Some people have said she's incompetent, but she has been smacking people around. All right, she's been smacking people around here. The Viking broad. All right, so this is who, yeah, the flatback. So he is no, he's doing, he's messaging her. He knows that she's part of the other team. He knows this. But for some reason, he doesn't think he's going to be that big of the case. I don't know why. And I don't know why he didn't think he was going to be a big part of the case. But he's messaging her because he's like, hey, I have information. I'm going to tell you this. But I know I ain't going to be part of the case because I'm not a part of the case. <laughs> Mike, No, not Michael Cohen. One of the defendants in the case. Yeah, okay. She, yeah, she represents one of the 18 defendants in the case. So she has, she has a reason to get one of her defendants off. Okay. So the Viking woman right here is a terror. So 
again, let's go back. This guy, the attorney for Nathan Wade, and uh, they he said they concluded their relationship in 2022, is messaging one of the attorneys for the defendants in the case. All right, so let's pull up the text messages. Uh, let's see here. Where's my video? Here's Ashley Merchant here in the courtroom. And she had yesterday grilling the hell out of this ninja right here. <laughs> she representing Michael Roman. Thank you. I knew it was Michael something. Okay. And yeah, I'm not giving you legal information here. But look, she grilling the shit out of him as well as many of the other attorneys for the other defendants and had this ninja shuffling yesterday. This was the second time he took the stand because the first time he took the stand, he said, hey, I represent him. Nathan, Nathan Wade, we have attorney-client privilege. I don't have to tell you anything. Well, they challenged that, and they basically said, the judge said, hey, you do have to talk. You're, the attorney-client privilege protects Nathan Wade. It doesn't protect you as an attorney. So what happened? He knew good and well they had the text messages. But the text messages have just been released, and they have been entered into the Georgia court evidence which means this is going to be evidence that they cannot get expunged. They cannot overlook this evidence anymore. And now they got them basically testifying, uh, lying that this relationship didn't exist prior to 2022. Now, in the green bubbles, this is going to be Ashley Merchant. This is going to be the Viking warrior. And it says right here, don't hire him. Do you think it started before she hired him? Do you think the relationship started before you hired him. His response, absolutely. Now, he didn't, he didn't say that when he was in court. He didn't say that when he was in court. He said, oh, I don't know. And I don't know. He threw, let me see if I could get a video. No, I don't object to your saying. And then I said, anything else, anything that isn't accurate. And you responded, looks good. So you weren't responding to put it back in. I'm gonna object. That's not his motion. He wasn't the affiant of the motion. All right, and so she just grilling this ninja. Look, uh oh, she didn't. She didn't walk up. Oh no. Oh man. Oh the humanity. Oh boy. He's squinting. He looking at it. Mm. And he probably looking at this test message right here. This is what he looking at. Absolutely. And it says it started when she left the district attorney's office and was a judge in South. Fulton. What does that mean? I think it means left for the DA's office. It started when she left the DA's office and was a judge. Okay, so that is well prior to her being elected as a DA. That takes that back to 2019. They also say, they he also says they met in the, at the municipal, what, court CLE conference. He was asked about this the other day. He was asked about this yesterday, and he said, mm, I don't know where they met. I have no knowledge. Uh, I can't really tell. Uh, I don't exactly know. He knew they had these messages, but he didn't want to be on the Internet snitching. Then Ashley Merchant says, that's what I figured when he was married. Yes. So this doesn't start at 2022. This starts well at 2019. Oh, there's more. So he, this guy right here, has basically put the nail in the coffin for pretty much the entire case. They're going to have to have a Hail Mary at this point to save Fannie Willis's hide. Young Thug might walk from his case at this particular point 
because they got the grips on him. That's a completely different case. They also have Fannie Willis uh, with the relationship with the criminal enterprise, a man that ran the criminal enterprise. He has now since been deceased. Okay. And he has blown the lid off the entire thing. And now these text messages were prior to this case, prior to the case starting. So to put it in reference, he was communicating with her well before they started the portion of the case. I don't think he thought he was going to be, I don't think he thought he was going to be at this point of the case. I don't think he thought he was going to be a witness. I think he was just gossiping and throwing information that he knew and just was running his mouth. Somebody says all three of them are done, CGA. All three of them are, should be disbarred at that moment. But again, I don't put anything past what, what happened here. We have more text messages. Let me see if I can get you uh, right here. Uh, we got more. It says right here. Is this accurate? And it's in bold. Upon information and belief, Willis and Wade met while both were serving as magistrate judges and began a romance, a romantic relationship at that time. So Fannie Willis and Wade, Nathan Wade, met while they were both serving as judges and began a romantic relationship at that time. That was the, I believe that's a question. And he says, no, when they were in the municipal court. <laughs> no, well before that. Ashley Merchant says, and you might not be able to see it in the bottom of the screen. She says, thank you. Now, I'm going to just tell y'all something. When you snitch and you give someone information and they simply say thank you and they run off and you don't hear from them again, you fucked. You told on yourself. You know you don't fucked up, right? You know you don't fucked up. So he, she sends him this. Remember when I told you? I know I'm jumping around. Shout out to the new people that watch. Remember when I told you? Stop talking so much to women, specifically on dating apps. Now, if you're in law or legal, I don't know, not dating apps, text messages. I don't know why you're saying anything on a text message when there's a legal case. Like, you shouldn't be saying nothing to anybody, especially when you're talking about lawyers. Nah, man. When women ask you a question and the question looks like this, is this accurate? I wouldn't even respond to that shit. <laughs> what you mean, is this accurate? What? You know you don't fucked up, right? That Bill Duke shit. You know you don't fucked up. She said thank you, not with a period, no exclamation point. Basically, she said, "Gotcha, bitch." That's what she said. <laughs> but this nigga was trying to bang the Viking warrior. Yeah, somebody said he was trying to get some of that Viking peace leave, and she was like, "Thank you," and bounced. Got your gotcha, ass. Bitch. Unbelievable. This goofy ninja right here sealed his fate. Okay, they got more text messages. More. Burying himself. Burying him. Looking like this. When she showed him the text message. You can see him looking at the text messages. Remember when you texted me this? I bet you it was in the middle of the night. <laughs> Remember when you texted me this? This ninja was like, oh, shit. Oh, the humanity. Okay, I got some more messages. Let me see here. We got some more. And these are a little bit harder to read. Let's see here. All right, this is from the YouTube channel, Megan Kelly. 
they released the text messages. And uh, one of the text messages says right here, apparently it's identifying the phone. Ashley, by the way, they subpoenaed these directly from the phone carriers. It says uh, right here, any idea, let me blow this up because this is already, any idea who I can get an affidavit from on the affair? No, no one would freely burn that bridge. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Now, Ashley Merchant, I don't know why he's talking to this blue-eyed devil. Why would you even talk to this blue-eyed devil? You know she ain't up to no good. She's not communicating with you to say hi. I wouldn't say shit if this woman text messaged me. Any idea who I can get an affidavit from on the affair? Terrence Bradley, no, no one would freely burn that bridge. She says, okay. Oh, and then later on, that well, here it is right here. If Chris was asked under oath, would he know? Terrence Bradley, no. Ashley Merchant says, wow. Now, look at the time in between these texts. He took about two hours to respond to her. She said, wow, I figured he would. I didn't expect them to be so careful. Terrence Bradley, it says right here, he knows, but he won't admit it. Sheesh. Man, your messages can be damning. So he didn't throw whoever Chris is under the bus, too. He didn't throw whoever Chris is under the bus. All right, we got more messages. Oh, boy. Ashley Merchant is not playing. It says right here, I assume you know or you knew about the trips. I, that's what it says right there. Very small printing. Ashley Merchant, I assume you knew about the trips. Wow. Insane. I'm shocked. Well, not really, but somewhat. He says, no, I didn't. When did it happen? She says the last trip was this summer, May or June. Terrence Bradley, no, I didn't know. I was gone by then. He says, it doesn't surprise me. They took many trips to Florida. <laughs> Chris is the, the, the law partner. Okay, Chris is the law partner. They took, this ninja just snitched right here. They took many trips to Florida. And then he says, and Texas. Now, for people who aren't following the case, and I will admit, I'm not following everything. They asked Fannie Willis specifically about Florida. They asked her several times about Florida, meaning when they asked her about Florida, she deflected many times. She actually said, Florida? I wonder if I can pull up a clip. This is how cold this is. This is how you know she screwed. She said, trip to Florida? Fannie Willis, Florida. She acted like they never went to Florida. That's what she testified on. She was like, Florida? And then she was like, oh, you mean when we went on a cruise to Miami twice, where we went to Port Miami to go on a cruise? She switched it to Miami. She didn't say Florida. Meaning there, there's multiple trips to Florida. She's, by the way, uh, Terrence says right here, they took many trips to Florida. She said the only time we went to Florida was when we took a cruise and I don't know if I stayed overnight before the cruise or overnight after the cruise. We went to Miami to port on the cruise. That's what she said. Now, that is not many trips. She only identified two. 
Yep, and it was with his mom. Now, in this message, says they took many trips to Florida. Sheesh! Then said Texas. Remember, they went to um, they went to Tennessee. She was like, and then the attorney says, Ashley says, and Napa. He said California. Now they admitted to the Napa trip, but there's something going on in Florida which tells me somebody said the guy's not snitching. Yeah, okay, shout out to you. Yeah, I don't believe he's snitching, but that's what people are going to look at it as. He says right here he did it on purpose because they were going to out him. So he was getting back at them. Shout out to you. That, that could definitely be the truth. He's getting back at them. So maybe they were going to make him out to be the fall guy. Thank you for sharing that. And share your insights on this case because I don't have all the details. All right. Um, I'm just giving you what uh, I, I know right here. Let me see here. We got more text messages. This ninja was out here singing like a canary. Says right here. Okay, this is the same one. Okay, this is the Texas, California stuff. Somebody got a cracked cell phone screen. If I'm not tripping there. or No, no, that's, that's, that's a, I think that's a cracked screen. <laughs> Does Ashley Merchant have a cracked cell phone? News at 10. Okay, it says right here, California, followed by when she moved her daughter there. Remember that. She moved her daughter to California to stay safe from uh, the Ku Klux Klan that was outside her house. Ashley Merchant, I can't believe they were so carefree. I am trying to anticipate her response when I blow this up. Woo! Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, her great goose is cooked. Ashley Merchant said, when I blow this up, I can't, I'm trying to anticipate her response. Well, remember what her response was. She got on the stand and all the women were like, you go, girl. She went up there and lied, perjured herself, lied, 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 lied. She went up there and lied her ass off. And Ashley Merchant knew, when was the date of this text? Ashley Merchant knew as of, oh, this was a, a week, a month ago. A little over a month ago. She says, I can't wait to see what this bitch says. He says, Terrence still singing. Her daughter flunked out of FAMU and moved to California. Holy moly. Okay. Flunked out. Of, so the daughter getting thrown under the bus. Ashley Merchant laughs at the daughter flunking out of FAMU. Says, dang. They had a full-on relationship. Insane just insane. She out for blood. Ashley, right, right. Ashley Merchant is foaming at the mouth. Somebody says I'm a FAMU alum. Um, yeah, somebody, she's out there. He said he was trying to smash the Viking. Let's see if there's more text messages. Let's see here. More text messages. Oh, he going. Okay, so this is the one. That we showed earlier, it was framed differently about when did they meet. Do you think it started before she hired him? He says, absolutely. It started when she left the DA's office and was a judge at South Fulton. She liked the comment. They met at, a, at the municipal court CLE conference. Remember, that conference did come up. Um, the conference came up, if I'm not mistaken, with the father. 
because the father who lied as well said he did not know who Nathan Wade was, who was the guy who was having an affair, who was the prosecutor hired by Fannie Willis that they were having an affair three years prior that she bumped this income up to 600 grand, basically getting kickbacks from Nathan Wade. She's getting some of that money, but she claiming she paid some of that money back through cash that she had at the house. Her father said, nah, I ain't seen this ninja. He ain't never came through here. I don't know him. Maybe I heard about him at a conference at the, at, at when she won the district attorney. Remember the dad was up there lying. And he was like, and I'm a black man and the black man in this country, we keep cash. <laughs> oh boy. So everybody up there lying. This is a whole plantation picking any shit. This is crazy, bro. And that's the, is this accurate? He says right here, no municipal court. She says, thank you. Terrence says, but you can't put where they met. Not many people know that. I might be the only one and only. Not even Chris Campbell knows. He basically saying, I'm the only one with this information. Yes, yeah, six months of cash. Dad up there, six months of cash. And the dad is a lawyer. Dad might be able to get 10 days in the clink. He said, nobody, no, you can't put where they met. Babe, son, it's over. What are you talking about? They can't. They about to put where they met. I guarantee you this woman left his ass on red. Let me see if she responded. Because I'm pretty sure she didn't respond to that shit. Like, nigga, please, you work for UPS. All right. I wish a nigga would. All right, let me see here. Are there more text messages? We have another one here. <laughs> wow. Look at this. This, Hey, man, if you know lawyers, you know what she just did. Ashley Merchant said, I'm almost done with my motion. That is the next response. <laughs> I'm not filing until Monday. Go home and sleep. I can send you a draft. Can't wait to hear about your trip. You know what Ashley Merchant did? I'm going to tell you what she did. While this ninja was slow singing and fire bringing, while, she, while, while he was texting and talking to her, she on the computer, on the website, tabity, tabity, tap, 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 as per the witness, Terrence Bradley, he responded per se, According to affidavit number ABC-123 says that the relationship started at the CLE. Mm. <laughs> she would tear that nigga up. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> you big dummy. She was like, huh? As he's texting, she... She on them keys. Yep, she ruthless. She ain't here for no, ah, oh, man, that's crazy. Okay, hmm, when I get to the office, she said, I'm not filing until Monday. She was tearing this ninja up. Everything he was saying, screenshot is trick, trick. All right, exhibit Z-126. According to exhibit Z- <laughs> And he was like, yeah, don't tell nobody because I'm the only one that know. Next test message. Yeah, I'm almost done with my fucking draft here. <laughs> 
I got all everything you said. I'm a fi- I'm almost done with my motion. <laughs> In reference to outline one point two, the affidavit filed by the the defendant said she kicking his ass, bro. I can't wait to he- I can't wait to hear about your trip. I bet you you can't. Look at him. He says, "Okay, happy hunting." Woo. Happy hunting. Oh, boy. So he's like, my name is Bennett, and I ain't in it. He was like, get him. So he's, so the brother that said he, is, he ain't trying to hide, he like, my name Bennett, I ain't in it. Oh, there's more, gentlemen. These have been submitted to the Georgia court as of today. <laughs> All right, there's a, okay, right here. It's okay, add me to footnote 15 and how much I made. Okay, so he has probably seen the motion. I took you out. I can add that back. Good point. Yes, add it back. Anything else, anything that isn't accurate, no, looks good. So he's looked at the motion. Now, remember this. He's looked at it. So he's not surprised that they have the text messages. As our brother said, he's throwing them under the bus, it looks like. He knew what was up. So you're right. Thank you for uh, sharing that. So, So when you see him like this he already knew yeah they ain't gonna get me (laughs) he said my name his name is carl and that's between y'all so he already knew yep he taking everyone down and it's this dude right here chili dog it took chili dog to take everyone down so he been on it. He's looking like this. Mm, I don't know. And by the way, during this hearing, across from him directly in his sight is Nathan Wade and his attorneys. And they're also objecting. So they're sitting at a table and Nathan Wade is looking at this ninja like. <laughs> right. Looking at him like, bruh. I wish I could. You know what? Let me see if I can find that part of the video because it's a fact. Let me show you right here. Let me see if I can show you right here. Forty six, forty five. Look, that's Nathan Wade right there with his attorneys sitting right across from Chili Dog. There's Ashley Merchant. There's the, there's the podium. Nathan Wade and his attorneys are the ones objecting the entire time. Nathan Wade looking at this ninja like. <laughs> right? <laughs> Nathan Wade. Nathan Wade looking at him like, nigga. So this how cold the game is. This how cold the game is. Nathan Wade looking at him like, bruh, look at the attorney. Massa like, ooh, we got these ninjas shuffling. All right, and there's Flat Cakes right there. Flat Cakes was all day typing up this motion right here. Mm. <laughs> he said, Nathan Wade. You said no. You- Nathan Wade giving them the MLK looking at that ninja like, ninja, are you serious ass ninja? <laughs> yep, they didn't share the cash. They got all this cash. We got six months of cash. Well, Terrence Bradley got no cash. I didn't get six months of cash, y'all. You didn't know about. You told me those were after your firm had designed, correct? I think you mentioned that they were after I left, maybe, or um, whenever you found them. And I said, no, I didn't know about those trips. So, hey, guys, if you're ever in court and somebody's 
uh, cross-examining you, and it's an attorney, and it's a woman, even if it's a man, and they ask you something, and you respond, and they walk away from you fast towards their notebook, their file, their bill folio, their briefcase, their box of banker boxes. If a woman attorney or in a male attorney, and they ask you a question and you answer it, and they immediately turn and walk back to their stack of papers, it's a wrap. <laughs> Let me show you. Thanks for sticking in on this show right here. Let me show you. It's a wrap. Watch this. I think you mentioned that they were after I left, maybe, or um, whenever you found them. And I said, no, I didn't know. It's a wrap, Ninja. Whatever you said, she about to go get something that's going, <laughs> you know, fucked up now. Where Bill Duke at? I needed the Bill Duke. She Watch her. She asked a question and folded her arms like this. Like, Ninja, say what you said. And he started shuffling. She was like, oh, okay. After your firm had correct? I think you mentioned that they were after I left, maybe, or um, whenever you found them. And I said, no. <laughs> oh, Ninja. He said, you, she said, you playing game. Yep, a beeline. Beeline to them records. Oh, Ninja, you going to do me that? All right, you going to do me that, huh? You acting, you acting stupid. Those were after your firm had correct? I think you mentioned that they were after I left, maybe. Look. <laughs> yep. Hey, man, if, if, if white women are looking like this, you not in good shape, bro. When they lips get all tight like this, tight lip, they'd be like, they got their tight lips like that, and they eyebrow ridges are furrowed. They got the, uh, you know, yeah, it's over, Ninja. She took a beeline to that shit, like, oh, you going to play with me today, huh? <laughs> you going to play with me today? Or um, <laughs> whenever you found them, and I said, no, I didn't know about those trips, so. So you believe I mentioned that it was after you left? Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm quite sure you have the text message and I will. Yeah, she, you know, she got the text message. Refresh my memory. Is it easier for you to refresh your memory with your own phone or with my, my printouts of screenshots? Ooh, way. Now people thought that he wasn't getting fish filleted. Do you hear this? Knowing what you know now about, they were texting January 5th. He knows good and well. He knows she knows. He knows she knows. They're in open court and he's shuffling. And she's like, do you want me to pull my messages or yours? You playing brand new in here. <laughs> she grilling this ninja. Somebody like, how's she getting grilled? How he getting grilled? She like, um, nigga, you know, we got the messages, right? You know, you knew. You don't you acting brand new in here. <laughs> After I left, maybe, or um, whenever you found them. And I said, no, I didn't know about those trips. So. So you believe I mentioned that it was after you left? I'm quite sure you have the text message and I will refresh <laughs> my memory. Yeah, you Is will. Is it easier for you to refresh your memory with your own phone or with my, my printouts of screenshots? Oh. Well, never printouts. So Judge, oh um, the reason I'm asking is because I'm getting objections that I've cut things off, and it's just the nature of how you have to print out screenshots. So in order to avoid that, I'm happy for him to refresh his memory with his own phone, if that would be... Well, I, I don't know if he's accepting your offer or not. 
Jesus. So knowing what we know now, this is a big farce. And people thought that he was winning. He was beating her. This is a catastrophe. Anybody that said Ashley Merchant is trash attorney, now knowing what you know, this is not the case. She killing this ninja. And now he's trying to just save face. I don't know what, you know, Ashley thought he was just going to flip. All right. And he's not flipping on the stand. Okay. It says right here, how will they react to this? Attack me. Give the stupid no fear or favor speech. Okay. That's another conversation. No, they will deny it. No way. They won't attack you. Okay. These are the text messages still on January 5th and 6th. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Is that all the text messages? We do have another text message here. Um, I don't know what they're referring to. Oh, uh, right here. This is later on two weeks later. I'm okay with it. She likes it. It is my hopes that, uh, they do the right thing before then. Okay. Ashley says, I, I hope they'll do the right thing. Now in reference, historically, we know they didn't do the right thing. We know they got on the stand and lied. They put on a cotton picking show, a whole minstrel show. They lied. They brought the dad up there to lie. Fanny lied with her dress backwards. Nathan Wade lied. He lied. So she's saying we got their gooses, their great goose cooked. And she's like, I hope when they get up there on the stand, they do the right thing. I hope they recruit themselves. I hope they don't lie. And they, they're watching them lying. And they're going, wow. Guys, don't get involved in these cases, guys. It is my hope that, and it says right here, you are my friend and I trust you. They will not, meaning they will not do the right thing. They're arrogant as F. She thinks she won the other day when she didn't have to be deposed. There it is right there, guys. So you can get caught up in this situation here. Look at that. She said they ain't going to do the right thing. They're arrogant. <laughs> They're arrogant. Unbelievable. Any more messages? Yes. She says, I'm nervous. This is huge. Oh, Ninja. Terrence, I know you didn't text her that, Ninja. Ninja Terrence. Did you tell her she's huge? Terrence, you just texted this woman. You are huge. I am nervous. This is huge. This is what Ashley Merchant says. This ninja said you are huge. What that mean? Says right here. You will be fine. You are one of the best lawyers I know. Go be great. This ninja simping. Is this your game, ninja? You try, you want some of that Viking? You want that Viking peace leave? <laughs> you want to spend some of the Viking peace leave? Come on, ninja. And it says right here, she loved go be great. She loved you are one of the best lawyers I know. She says, thank you. Laughed at you are huge. She laughed at it. She laughed. <laughs> she laughed at you are huge. 
Damn. And then loved, loved, you will be fine. Oh, no, Ninja. Wow. And then on the witness stand, acted a whole monkey. And she walked away. That's why she walked away like that. She was like, oh, Ninja, what? You go do me that? Hold on for a second. You told me you were huge. <laughs> Remember when you told me I was huge, Ninja? <laughs> After the firm was dissolved, correct? I object to relevance. Overruled. It was after the firm. The, the, the trips that you said, no, you didn't know about. You told me those were after your firm had dissolved, correct? I think you mentioned that they were after I left, maybe. <laughs> Look, she looking at this ninja like, remember, I could grill your ass. I could show you that you told me I was huge. And you up here acting fool and brand new on me. All right, here we go right here. Wow. Or... Yeah, man. Be careful what she is huge, though. But somebody says she's not as tall as she looks. All right. Fanny's goose is cooked. Her great goose is cooked. We're going to see what happens with that. But do me a favor. Hit the like button. We got some more show. I got some more show. We got a couple more little subjects that I want to talk about there. Interesting developments there. Uh, Pro blacks quiet. The thick time. All right. The thick time. Somebody says she's not as tall as she looks, but she definitely looks tall. But hey, guys. With women in court and stuff like that, just know they don't play fair, right? You're gonna, you're everything you say to them is gonna be used against you. Uh, your ex wife, your baby mama, any of these people, uh, you know, your mother in law, anything you say, they're gonna have screenshotted and they're gonna have your ass in court shuffling. They're not your friends. She, he even said, You're one of my best friends. And then just she ain't, I just want to say thanks. You, it's not I'm your best friend. At all. Partner, I want to sing a song just for you. <laughs> yeah. Because you're my special <laughs> friend. Special friend. Special friend. You're my special friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man, look. Let me do these super chats. No government name SD says Fannie Willis being owned by Trump's legal team reminds me of the great quote that came from athletes trying to take over, uh, take on, I think you meant take or take over team owners. And it says millionaires should not try to battle billionaires. It's levels coach. You're battling Donald Trump is, I know y'all think he's a fool and, and, and goofy, but he got access to money. He ain't going down without a fight. He's not a quitter either. So, yeah, you're an athlete. You got millions. You can't fight billionaires. No. <laughs> All right. Hey, yeah, this will be the last segment. I, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, shout out to no government aim. SD says, Coach Rolling Stones reported that the DA says Young Thug was allegedly involved in the deletion of Big Nut. Wouldn't that be an additional issue if Fanny was involved with Big Nut? This is interesting because it would be a um, conflict of interest if, in fact, they can prove now she was uh, had a um, had an affair with Big Nut, and that that he's being unfairly prosecuted or prosecuted fairly in the case, meaning she has a conflict of interest in the case, meaning that that might be why she's uh, prosecuting Young Thug so aggressively. You know what I mean? So uh, for those who don't know, Big Nut is uh, supposedly a gang affiliated. 
in that he was deleted possibly by the gang that is the YSL gang, the slime gang, I believe. I don't have all the details. But if she's relentlessly prosecuting him, but she had an affair with the guy that's one of the victims in the case, that would be a complete conflict of interest. In my opinion, she a high class ratchet. Yeah, well, she says she drinks Grey Goose. She's she's unrefined. She don't drink wine. That will be the slime gang. Is it the slime? Shout out to slime. I don't know what these people are. He says that special is <laughs> too long. No, this is the other part is too long, too. That would be bad. That would be bad. That would be bad. Fanny would have to step down. And Young Thug probably would be freed. Um, that case would go nowhere. Well, everybody has street names. So, yeah, that case would, be, that case would stop, and it would have to require a new office, district attorney's office. I'm just guessing here, by the way. But she for the streets. A lot of these women in Atlanta, I, I didn't told y'all. I'm like, I wouldn't be in Atlanta with all these black judges and they'd be pushing up these black women and like, they have an all black judge. I ain't out there. <laughs> I'm not going to be out there because they don't, they ain't playing fair. Let me see here. All black judges, Atlanta. And um, yeah, they don't, they ain't playing fair and they coming in with mad hate. Here it is right here. This Georgia County has nine black judges. Eight of them are women. Oh, uh, this picture. Where's the picture at? Okay, that's not a, where's the picture at? Uh, let's see if they can pull up the picture. Yeah, see, this is one of the pictures right here. This is South Fulton, <laughs> right? This is where, this is where Fannie Willis was a judge in South Fulton. Remember South Fulton? And this is the justice system. Black women hold all of the what? Black women hold all of the what? All of the reins. Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> oh, hell no. Nah. No, no, no. Uh-uh. No, I see what y'all try to do out here, bro. And this is an article. What year was this written? 2018. Is Fannie Willis in the picture? She got to be in this picture because that was the same timeline. Is she in there? I can't tell which one would be her. Oh, she might be this one right here on the left. Oh, you can't see her. Let me move it over. That was 2018. When I see shit like that, oh, hell no. I would walk in a courtroom like this, and I would just be like, I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm guilty. Hell no. Mm-mm. Look at this, bro. You going to jail, ninja. You going to jail. They going to take back all that color purple on your ass. Look at this mammy up right here in the front. Look at this mammy in the front. Look at the bailiff. Oh, hell no, ninja. <laughs> hell to the no, no, no. Yeah, that's that Atlanta bullshit, bro. Oh, nope, 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 nope. I will walk in and be like, no, thank you. Just give me, I'll take the deal. <laughs> Let me get to these super chats here. I'm going to go get some dinner. We got super chats, though. Shout out to Skyler. Says, bend them and send them. Price is wrong. They going. 
<laughs> they going. JC says, so you said you bought the 40 ounce at 1 p.m., right? You know you done fucked up. He says, your digital footprint is static. It's never deleted. Please remember these things, guys. Uh, you're talking to women. Like, you're talking to somebody. You want to protect something. This is this is stuff. They can dig this stuff out. Please be careful messing with these people. They're not playing with you out here. Eric Powell says, I can't see Terrence surviving past 2025. The Clinton deletion crew is going to get him. My man need to get up out of there. He need to go. He need to go, man. Because they got him red-handed. Pug dad. He was better off getting a burner phone and texting her all that info anonymously. Facts. They got his name. Terrence. They got his name. Donald Trump looking like this tonight. Yep. Called her a liar. And by the way, Donald Trump knew about this weeks ago. So, really... I'm going to tell you where the case went left. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you where the case went left. The minute Fanny Willis got up on that stand and she started being a sapphire, it was a wrap. It was an absolute wrap for her. And they cook, they probably could not believe their luck. Now, again, a lot of people are going to say she was out there telling them and they was clipping it right here. Your office objected to us getting um, Delta records for flights that you may have taken with no, Mr. Wade. I mean, I and, well, no, no, no. Look, I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So my question. Was that right there. Remember. Terrence Bradley said they're arrogant. Yep, she there it is. Mimi, she fell for their trap. She fell into their trap, arrogance. Terrence Bradley said they're arrogant. Now, the people that saw this clip, yes, you go, girl. Oh, look at this, five days well. This Five days later right here, right here. This didn't age well. Her phone record showed she lied. You're definitely confused, ma'am. She's not on trial. Right here, Fanny, you work for the American people. All right, uh, I thought there was a lot more support. If you go back probably, yeah, 13 days ago right here. 13, D.A. Willis, please stay strong. Mm. You're confused, Fanny. This isn't a trial. This is an investigation. Oh, yeah, man, that arrogance right here. She is on her way to jail. Good riddance. So people thought she was, she told them, she told them, woo-wee. That's where she took that L. Do you have any problem? I object to getting any personal records of mine. We're not dealing with privilege through a witness. And I'm not, no, 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 I'm not dealing with privilege. What um, we had offered to put them in camera for the court to review. And I just want to know if she has any That's problem. That's something to deal with with a witness. Look at her. And just, just so you know, they had the record. They had the text messages from Terrence Bradley before she took the stand. They had the records from Terrence. They had Terrence who turned over on them. So she went up there, and then they probably was like, we cannot even believe that they played the arrogant card. When, when Nathan Wade was up there tap dancing, they probably was like, wow. Wow. The sisterhood thought she stood on business. <laughs> The sisterhood thought she stood on business and she went up there deflected and I ain't this and you. 
She must have knew her goose was cooked, her gray goose. She looking stressed right here. Look at the arrogance. Hey, man, when we tell you about the Jezebel, the Jezebel spirit, the Jezebel spirit is real. This is a prime example of the Jezebel spirit. Meaning that, remember, Jezebel, they were coming after her and she didn't care. She adorned herself in clothes. She put on her dress backwards. She put her wig on. She put her makeup on. She came out like with arrogance until a horse trampled her and dogs ate her flesh. Like she went into the abyss. This woman's going into the fucking abyss with it. And they probably were like, holy shit. Like, really? Yes, really. The arrogance of these sisters. Je uh, Jamie or Jaime Hoffman says this information is priceless. You ninjas hit the like button. Coach will save your asses in here. We saving y'all brothers and Pauls. Eric Powell says Terrence messed up. When he trusted her, brothers, stay away from the WW, the white woman, too much risk. One thing about white women, I know sisters are catching wreck on a daily basis, but you cannot trust white women. <laughs> Just let y'all know, ninja. I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not playing, brothers. I'm not playing. You Don't get into the business of trusting them, especially as a black man. Listen, black men, they're not your friend. Now, have a little bit of fun with them, you know, mess with their extensions, you know what I mean? Beat up, beat up the peace leave and let them drop that neck. You're going to have fun with them. Trusting them is at your apparel. At your apparel. I, I wouldn't get it. You, you can't. You can't, bro. Don't, don't think they're, and they, they will snuggle up next to you and they'll put their little hair on you and they'll do all of this shit and rub on you and cup and, and tickle your balls. They're going to do all of this shit, and you're going to think this is your best friend, your homie, and she's going to be mm, just setting your ass up. Don't get in the business of trusting them. They're, they're, they're not trustworthy people. <laughs> I'm just telling you to protect yourself. Like, you should always be on the lookout that she's going to do something sneaky against you. And they're sneaky people. They're sneaky, bro. I, I, I don't know why you would do that, but anyway... <laughs> But sisters, take notes. Sisters, take notes. Do not jump on stage like Fanny Willis. You need to jump on stage like Amber Heard and Amber Geiger. <laughs> let me see here. All right, let me see Amber Geiger crying. Sister, jump on there. Let me go pull up Amber. Here we go. Hey, Amber? Yes. You, uh... Oh, wait a minute. Let me see if I can pull it up. Look. You told us about how you... Next time you jump on the stage, sisters, always take this approach. Don't want jump up there in a pink flamboyant dress. Don't jump up there with a dress backwards. Don't jump up in there with your nails painted in high heels. Put on a cardigan. Pull your hair down. You know what I mean? Don't jump up there with your wig all curled up. Pull your hair back in a ponytail. This is how you show up in court, sisters. Right here. <laughs> This is you look vulnerable, you shaking, you trembling in fear, your lip bottom lips quivering, tears about to well up in your eyes. All right, you don't show up, uh, throw it. Look, <laughs> oh no, don't do it. Oh no, I need a break. I can't take it. That's how you show up, not like a sapphire, not like a mammy, not like a Jezebel. You show up there in tears, ninja. <laughs> I suffered through the years and shed so many tears. Hold on for a second. 
I suffered through the years and shed so many tears. This is how you show up right here. I'm going to show you right here. Ninja, this is, a, this is how they do it right here. Look, you show up like this here. After you shit on someone's bed, after you done cop, after you done set the ninja up, after you done lied, right there. You do this right here. You put your hair back. You get you a little swoop. You get you a little pull your hair back. You put a little cardigan on. You get you a little scarf. <laughs> look, look, even these criminals, Amber Geiger, criminal, Amber Heard, criminal. Look at her lip quivering. He was just so abusive. But Fanny the Mammy jumped up there. I was arrogant and you I ain't, ain't on. No, no, you can't do that. Ninja. You can't do that. You come up there in tears. She dressed like an Amish version. That's how you jump up there, ma'am. These white women know what to do. They still lost, but she was still up there crying. But look, arrogance. Look at this arrogance, man. Look at this. No, you wrong. <laughs> he forced me to dookie on his bed. Dookied on his pillows. And she up there crying. Man, they, man, white women is vicious, brothers. They vicious with it. JC says, that's a huge beach. Deuce Bigelow voice. SRT says, what's up, coach? All this because orange man bad. He says, this Trump derangement syndrome is, uh, you says right here is back control. This Trump arrangement syndrome is back control. Uh, but yeah, the Trump derangement syndrome is making people do this. I mean, I would tell these people, just let Trump run and let him go away at this point. TB says, boomers are huge simps. And, and that's a fact. That is an absolute fact. Shout out to you. And Georgia says, you are huge. My favorite African-American out of here, man. This dude said, you oh, huge. Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, Felipe. That was a cold woman. Amber Geiger deleted a ninja. Clap, shouting. And people don't know, man. I think somebody said they were having an affair. And she said, I showed up to the wrong door on the wrong floor. Like, bruh, it's crazy. ID Money says, do you think he folded the Viking? <laughs> no, he didn't. Nope. No, he didn't. He did not fold that Viking woman. And the reason why is she got everything she wanted. If he would have played his cards right, he could have probably folded her and then gave her the information. But ninjas don't play their cards right. They either start simping and they're like, if I if I show you, I'll turn and they give up the info. Ashley doesn't need to give him no peace leave. Derek W says, I spit out all my coffee this morning when you called that guy big nut. These nuts. That's his name. <laughs> That's his name. These street names out here. Fanny Willis. Big nut. Just so we can get the evidence here. Donald Trump was the one that first alleged this. Now, people were saying, oh, my God, that's crazy. All right. It says uh, it says right here in this video. Oh, is this um, DJ Academics? I can't see right here. I'll talk about how Donald Trump's source for his comments on Fannie Willis having a sexual relationship with a gang leader is not DJ Academics, but it's most likely Trump's lawyer, Drew Finling, or Finling, who is the lawyer for rapper YFN Lucci, among others. While many are claiming that Trump was referring to YSL Mondo, according to Academics, the person was YFN Lucci's manager, Donovan Big Nut Thomas. 
Yes. There it is right there. So if you want to see what I was reading from right here, it's a podcast. All right. And they put that right there. All right. So DJ Academics name is thrown in there. So we do got YSL. Is that Young Slime? I guess they, I don't know, man. YSL and YFN. But the rapper, the rapper YFN Lucci has a manager named Donovan Big Nut Thomas. Big Nut Thomas, I believe, died. And it might have been at the hands of the YSL. That's kind of why, why, if I'm not mistaken, YSL supposed person that is running it was Young Thug. All right. You see what I mean? Young Thug is from the YSL. Donovan Big Nut is from YFN. So when you want to know to connect the dots, that's how you connect the dots. So then if 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 Fannie Willis's office is prosecuting um is prosecuting the YSL like she is but she was having an alleged affair with the YFN doesn't that make that case right doesn't that make that case a conflict of interest let's see did he die yes he died in 2015 young thug leaves prison to attend okay right here he died in 2015. So at that time, if she was seeing him, which she probably was an attorney at the time. Right? That that does connect some dots. I know I'm this is a lot for me. She had an affair with the leader of the ops. <laughs> All right, man. Look, I can't keep track of this shit. Don't make fun of me, man. I don't make fun of you right here. Uh, yeah. Yo, gang, so I got an exclusive for y'all, man. When I say the A is the second home, it's the second home, bro. Right down here at this barbershop. We're going to walk past there. We're going to keep it subtle, keep it cool, because we is in the hood. Shout out to the west side. I don't want to, you know what I mean? This is allegedly where, you know, this is where, well, uh, this is where Donovan Thomas' nut got killed at. But if you know the story, you know the story. Right here at this barbershop right here, you see where that little black pole right there we're gonna walk down there now now i'm gonna tell you i've heard some people that are connected to the streets and they're saying this is true they said the streets know the streets are talking so if you're saying well this is not true um just know that the street people know this is true they're confirming that Fanny and donovan big nut thomas were connected they know about this already. In fact, if you're from the ATL or Zone 6 or East Atlanta from the EA, if you're from any of these places, you probably are fully aware that this is a fact. Now, for the people who are outside of Zone 6 and outside of EA and outside of Atlanta and outside of Georgia, you're like, there's no evidence that this is happening. You probably don't even want it. You're probably looking for evidence. But the streets are talking, and they've confirmed this. They're like, this happened. And this is why probably the people there from where Young Thug is from is saying, that's why they're saying free Young Thug, because they realize what's going on. They're like, this is not, this is corrupt. This is not an accurate way to prosecute him. This is unfair. That's why you have this free Young Thug. Now, he might have been 
might have been um, part of some crimes, which I don't think he's denying. But I think what's happening is and it's now becoming apparent that there's some corruption going on. There's some unfair prosecution. There is some conflict of interest. That's why Young Thug's fighting crazy. All right. And he's a rapper. Young Thug is a rapper from YSL, Yves Saint Laurent. Yes. But Atlanta is a mess, bro. Atlanta is an absolute mess. And this is what happens. This is what happens when you have situations where you're like, oh, black women need to be at the top and they need to be in power and they're going to do good things. And then they come out being just as corrupt. He said, no, they guilty again. That's the thing. But it's going to be a mistrial at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the, the case might even be tossed at this point. If Fannie Willis is connected and at this point it could be easy to connect them. And uh, it's a, this is a mess. This is a mess all the way around. The fact that an educated strag like Fannie Willis is parading around here drinking Grey Goose, dropping her neck on anybody and everybody, doing, doing shit over here with gang leaders, allegedly, and then over here with a guy prosecuted, you're having an affair with him for three years, and then you give him the, the, the lead prosecutor's desk at $600,000 a year? This is... This is crazy. I don't think if anybody's defending this, y'all crazy, bro. <laughs> this is craziness. Then you're prosecuting young thug out here, and that's a whole mess. But then you're prosecuting him only because possibly in retaliation for the deletion of Donovan Thomas. That's why you're, that's why you're prosecuting him. This is not even that hard to figure out. You're going after him because your boyfriend got shot. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow, man. Let me see something. Remember, she was like, we going to clean up Atlanta. Look, I'm going to pull it up right here. I'm going to pull it up right here for y'all. I'm going to pull it up. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us today. This is not going to age well. Is another great day in Fulton County, another great day of crime fighting. Um, we are here today to just let the public know that we are continuing our mission to target gangs as we believe it is our number one public safety deterrent crisis that we're in. Um, I have to acknowledge the two men that are before me before I even start. This is um, the... Because I have to say, you know, I'm pretty sure they were kicking up dust in that area. But you could have arrested and prosecuted many people in the EA. You could have you prosecuted just about any gang leaders and any gang affiliators. I'm pretty sure there's more gangs than those two gangs. But you didn't go after any of them. You went directly after the, the gang that deleted the alleged, your alleged boyfriend who was a gang member or a leader. Like, this is corruption. This is not, this is not good, bro. <laughs> this is not good. And 26 defendants. They committed crime everywhere from the south to the north of my county, which included Union City, Atlanta, and Sandy Springs. The earliest car crime committed that is captured in this indictment is a 2018 carjacking. Um, the latest was committed just this month. We are aware that crimes have occurred in other jurisdictions, but what this indictment primarily yeah. covers are the 16 crimes that committed here. 16 crimes. So, yeah, this is Gotham City prosecution, man. 
this is not, I don't know if you got any defenders of this. I know you might say young thug need to go to jail. They were doing some BS, but there a lot of people were doing BS there. You're talking about 16 crimes. I'm I'm pretty sure that there's more than 16 crimes in Atlanta. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's more than 16. There might be 16 in one weekend, possibly in one day in Atlanta. There might be 16 crimes. But you're pro you're attacking this particular group of people. Only them, it looks like. You're going after only them. And you're going out talking about we going after more. I think there's another clip of her going. Here we go right here. Let me see here. Social media is a wonderful tool for prosecutors in every indictment we bring nowadays. All right. This is not the one I want to hear. Uh, let me give me one more. Let me see here. This is Fannie Willis right here. I mean, this is kind of wild to see now knowing what we know. There she is. Can we not clearly say that this is retaliation for the deletion of her alleged boyfriend? I mean, you could basically say that. You could draw that conclusion. 2012 and 2022, um, it is our allegation that they operated as a criminal street gang and commenced to do havoc in our community. That havoc includes um, crimes of violence, um, crimes of thefts, crimes involving drugs. I've made no secret about it, nor any apology that as the district attorney of Fulton County, my number one focus is targeting gangs. And there's a reason for that. What? They are committing conservatively 75 to 80 percent of all of the violent crime that we are seeing within our community. OK, so being that that's true, I would be on your side. But being that that's true, I would be curious as what other cases did you bring forward? That, I would want to know that. I don't know what it is. What other cases? Who else did you prosecute? I would want to know. And did you prosecute them at the same rate that you're prosecuting YSL against YFN? That, I just want to know it. I don't know it. But if that's not the case, if it's proven that you are going after YSL only, exclusively, and they are connected with the man that you are connected to relationship-wise, that's corruption. That's, that's retaliation. Unfortunately, you can't claim to be you're the superhero and I'm going to go after gangs and then just go after one. And it just happens to be the one that your boyfriend was the ops for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so if she was doing this for if she was streeping, sweeping the streets, I say fair game, but she's not streeping the streets. She's targeting. She's targeting. I need cash says, damn, give him the price is wrong. Yeah. Somebody says she tied the uh, YFN. Man, if she's, well, I mean, I mean, they're literally tying her to a gang. Which that is crazy. Somebody said, uh, uh, got him deleted. ATL police hated him. 
who did they hate? Uh, Nut or Thug? Who did they hate? Because I don't know. And it seems to be everybody knows about this. these people. Uh, Skylar says, Judge Fanny. He says, what a straggle name, Reverend. I don't give a F in here. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Yeah. Next caller. Yeah. All right. I think what they're, that, that's crazy. Anyway, look, that's going to be it for the day, bro. <laughs> that's going to be it for the day. I'm exhausted by the jerks. All right. But uh, anyway, she was a diversity hire. Absolutely. Well, she wasn't hired. She was elected, unfortunately. So we can't say that was a hire. But we certainly can conclude that she was a high, diversity hire leading up to her elected as the DA. And when she was elected as the DA, people didn't really like that either. And she said she was, she also said she had to move around from houses for her protection. Now, that brings up some interesting points because she said people were after her when she got elected. Which now you have to question who was after her. She made it seem like the racist and the Ku Klux Klan was after her. But now, thinking of it, I believe YSL might have been after her because they knew. They knew what she was going to do. Now it's making sense. Remember, she had to move, and she had to move her daughter, and she had to go to California with the dad, baby daddy, and she had to move with her father, and she had to take over the sublease. She said, people were after me. Now it's making sense who was after you. If you're affiliated with one gang, and you know, they know you're going to come out, now it makes sense. <laughs> Shout out to the coach gang and protect your neck out here. We out. Peace.